Hello, everybody. You are watching River Scum with the scums. Fuck. <laughs> Stu, I like the uh, the stuff you said during your interjections during the uh, podcast or the uh, radio show. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. The Stu Bird in yeah. action. I, I make a point to have my little sloganeerings yeah, no, be heard anyway. Unfortunately, Dick Stacks has to be a part of it. Every yeah, time. Dick Stacks has Every to be time. a part Every of it. Time. Yeah, well, that, that, Every time. That was the mistake we made. He, he's got a contract. and that's Who a, even gave him the contract? Because it seems like it was me, Travis. Damn. I did it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Travis is the one who calls him up all the time. Oh. I know it because he sends me the reviews and I got to edit them. He, he's, he's a good writer. He's a, he's a good I've actually never even met him. I've never met him in person. Okay. Mm. Uh, he emailed me one time, I think. And it, yeah. and it was. Uh, he emailed he, you a review for a band. Yeah. And you yeah. Were like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. It was some like obscure Norwegian, like. NSBM band or some shit like that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But I just remember he was really rude, and he, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. He was man. like, he just, I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing. Interesting. Well, but he's yeah. doing it for free. He, I don't have but to pay I was, him. But I was, yeah, enough, and that's like, what yeah, I stuck it, up it, for. It, because, he, he's got a solid because opinion. I was there okay. when he got the email. We were all chilling. He got the email. Travis did, and I was like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He writes like this. He absolutely shredded the band to pieces. Damn. And he did it for absolutely nothing. So just for just for shiggles, just to, it seemed like. So I was like, well, fuck it. Yeah. He can just send them to me. I'll deal with them. If y'all don't like them, I feel like there's potential. <laughs> so he sends the shit to me, and I have to clean them up. I get that responsibility. Keep in mind, he has to clean them up a good bit. Oh, yeah, there's so much. There's pages. So it's, it's even worse than... I have to condense it to like three or four paragraphs. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've, I've seen... I, I don't think I've ever read a full review. Because like he'll, he'll send them to me, I, I, I guess, before or during. Or I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. This guy's really confusing. But he'll send me the reviews. Yeah, I make sure that Travis, the head of all of this, confirms that this is the content he wants <laughs> on his website. See? Never so that way, I'm not alone right in away. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, it was just, it looks like it got cut off because he ran out of words that was okay. sent in that email. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like, it, it, say the max was 5,000 words, he went yeah. for like 60,000. So this, he's just there. sending it all in emails, like not a document of any kind? Yeah, just no, it's, it's just all emails. It's really, all he, I think that's all he knows how uh, to that do. Is, that it's, is really, <laughs> it's really just an email of him going on a rant about something more than a review half the time. Right. Half mm. of me wants to meet this guy, but half of me... If I did, I might punch him in the face or some shit. I know. He always finds himself <laughs> in such odd situations. Like, you know, those but little, he's so you know those little he's intros? So, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> those, those intros that he does for the review, reviews are demanded in his contract as well. Damn. Did you read the fucking thing at all? Yeah, see, at I, all. I got somebody else to type it up. I, I, a fiver? That was the old guy, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, it was him. Still shaking off old management bullshit. <laughs> hey man, I, w I was just was just trying to get it done, man. That's all it was. But now, so the in betweens on the radio show just sort of <laughs> just pop out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just really off. The Do time. you have any that you like? 
think of ahead of time or do you uh, think of like any parts? This like time the was the first time I tried having notes going in and Sick. I feel like I fucked up both of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was just going off the cuff and then when Travis joined in, that hey. was nice. Uh, yeah. So I think I'm just going to go off the cuff from now on. Cool. Cool. No editing, no filter. Excellent. We'll and see. that's what we keep around here. No filter. Sadly, uh, our friend Raul is not here today. He's at work. Yeah. We wish he was here. Yeah. yeah. He is a great dude. Great dude. And he, and He's he cooking ha- people food right now. Spicing yes. it up. Spicing you know, it like up. people food, <laughs> like actual food with actual people in it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> people food, yeah. Special pop-up called people food. Exactly. And it's people. How do you start... Vinyl Foundry, or how did y'all start? Um, so actually, my friend Tyler, who currently is the other fifty percent of Vinyl Foundry, mm-hmm. um, Tyler, he a few years ago he was living in Lynchburg, as was I at the time, and he, similar story, got a bigger house in like a downtown part of town, and um, started having house shows and doing recording and stuff there. Um, he was doing it all by himself and was having a bit of a struggle because if you've ever been to Lynchburg, like the music scene is this big, it's very good, but it's this big. Um, so yeah, anyway, he kind of reached out to me because I was doing engineering, um, at another studio close to Lynchburg called Feigning Goat Studio. And um, I had worked with a couple people. That's awesome. At the same time. Yeah, That's it's a cool. really it's a really good place. Really great studio. Um, but they um, so I had been working with a couple other artists that my friend Tyler was familiar with and friends with. And so we kind of just like he reached out to me one time and was like, hey, man, uh, I saw you doing this recording stuff. I'd love to come by and just hang out sometime while you're doing it. And so we started hanging out and um yeah, just kind of became friends. And then over the course of a couple of years, um, I eventually moved to Richmond with my friend Garrett and my friend Raul and Tyler. Um, we all kind of decided like we're going to get another house and do the same thing, but we're really going to go for it this time. So, Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we got this house that we're in now. We've been accumulating a bunch of equipment between all of us. All of us have been like putting in pieces and making it happen. And everyone has been giving an immense amount of time. And yeah, so that's the structure of it there. But yeah, the goal is to grow out of this house and then eventually get like a proper building and keep the the same yeah. thing, but just keep going up with it. I think it's possible. I think. Oh, it, it definitely is. Sure. It, it definitely is. This, yeah. this whole, a lot of people don't have like, passion, the passion anymore. And it's yeah. nice to see other people like. Thank you trying actually trying for the right reasons you know what i mean yeah i think that's a thing a reason why our two organizations are going to be really great together is because it's like we're both trying we're both putting in the effort there's a lot of passion all the way around there's a lot of unpaid hours all the way around (laughs) and that's fine because we're all we all like know that all of us are going to do it so it's fine it's it's cool we love it we love it we love the the whole scene, the Here whole for the thing. scene and not the yeah. money. Yeah, it's not. It's not about like the money. You know what I mean? It's no, a, yeah. It's more or less about like us pursuing pursuing our dreams 
as well as other people helping other people and other people pursuing their theories. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it, it, we, we love other people pursuing them, pursuing their dreams as well. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah. And that's what this, this type of scene is about right. what you're, you're doing and what we're doing. It's, it's yeah. about not just us pursuing our dreams. It's us as a, com- everyone as a community pursuing their dreams right. because we're all beautiful. Yeah. I think helping people should also be like, one of the baselines that everyone does in, in trying to achieve their dreams and mm. trying to chase their passions. Um, I think that's something that's often missed. Yeah. 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 I, I think the key point to a lot of bands that have ever been has been the other guys in the van, one of them making t-shirts, one of them planning out the route to get to the next yeah. town. <laughs> the other one who's like willing to haul all the gear and shit. Yeah. Everybody's got to work as a team. It takes a lot of little people to make that big show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you guys, with the Vinyl Foundry, you've done a couple shows here. Yeah, we have. We've How, done, uh, well, four technically, but two of them have been rock and roll and two of them have been like house music and like trance music and stuff. So nice, it's nice. been quite the variety around here. Do, yeah. do you have a favorite show that you've had uh, yeah. here at the Vinyl Foundry? Yeah, definitely. So the probably my most favorite one we've done was was that may 10th june 10th travis was here for that one uh he walked all the way here Tra- yes travis walked from where Ma- church hill church Ma- hill yeah a few, a few miles. north side which yeah. is in june or I think it was yeah june. it was in june i yeah. believe yeah it's not very comfortable it took me <laughs> it took me about an hour to get yeah. here <laughs> but uh it was cool it was a really good show yeah that was probably my one of my favorite ones if not my favorite um, had some really good bands come through. Everyone, I feel like, performed really well and did good sets. Um, yeah. And then we also, that was probably the biggest team we've had, like, helping Vinyl Foundry do something. So it was so much less stress on, like, just me or Raul or Tyler, where it was like we could kind of, like, oh, the lighting guy is here and he's going to take care of all the lighting. Oh, the sound guy's here and he's going to take care of all the sound. And it was like, that's a good feeling. Oh, we can just <laughs> facilitate the thing and, and you know, yeah. it works better that way. So, yeah. It's really cool. It's really mm-hmm. cool. I, uh, yeah, may, maybe outside of some complications, you know, I would love, I would love to come to another show here. Or, yeah. You know, maybe. For sure. One, one day in the future. What has been your guys' favorite show that Scum City has put together or any other variation of? Somebody else go first. I, I need a minute. Steve, you go first. I'm gonna need a minute too. Are, are, so, so, are, are we counting Scum City and Shadow like, or just Scum anything City? Anything that you've been a part of, like what's the best show you've put together? Okay. Yeah, somebody, somebody else. Is it, I think the yeah. um, the cannot park here shows that were in that abandoned parking garage. Those were pretty. Those were cool. Those were really awesome uh, because it was just a lot of people coming together, people coming off of the street. You hear the really good bands that couldn't really get a gig anywhere else. Right. Travis was there getting a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. During, during the event. Yeah, it's that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the abandoned parking the, garage. The vocalist is slat. And, and we were nice. even able to get um, <laughs> some kind of broadcast from that, too. Yeah, yeah, some we, we had a... Just all in a parking garage in downtown nice. Richmond. Yeah, we, we, we had some podcasters there. It was uh, Blarg. Blarg, Blarg Studios around, or something. Spreading the nice. word. Um, my my favorite one 
Well, I have two. One with Shabba Dabba Doobie and then one with Scum City. Mm. My favorite Shabba Dabba Doobie show is the one where he got tattooed. Yeah, the counterparker. <laughs> yeah. And then, my honestly, Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Um, I'm so mad. Iris. Yeah. Art Gallery. So they, yeah. they were both running it, and I was at work. And I was, I was it so was, upset. It was, that was pretty fun, dude. And you like, made that, that very excellent, wonderful, like, a scum city idol. Yeah. Well, yeah. Winner. I made a tr- the trophy, and Saturn Death Cult was the winner. Nice. And they have it, the trophy I handcrafted out of clay. Yeah. They have it on their shelf nice. in their like band room or whatnot. That's so awesome. we were told. So we were told. <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. makes me, and that makes me really happy. But at the same yeah. time, it makes me, the energy that was there makes me even happier. Nice. Yeah. Like, all, the, all the bands kicked so much ass and, and we left it up to a crowd cr- vote at the end. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Nice. You know, so we it actually was, did it like that. I don't know if you already said, but where was this at? Uh, Black Iris. Black, Black Iris Gallery, Actually, yep. Where yeah. you guys will be at. All right. Uh, cool. Here soon. Uh, mine, it's, it's, really, it's really honestly kind of hard for me to choose because yeah. there's so, been so many really good shows that I've enjoyed. And in a way, I, I take pride in, I guess. But uh, I would say either Scum City Slam uh, oh yeah, this, that was this past great. July. Yeah, or uh, at another round bar and grill. Or they the first, or the first Highway Havoc, the first Under the Bridge show we did. Nice. It'd yes. be between those two. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can choose one for Shabba Dabba Doobie and one for. Well, well, then that's what it is. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know, those Under the Bridge shows were really intense. Yeah. The kids that would show up were very much into it, and I was so about it. Nice. Yeah, yeah Stu. I uh, noticed Stu that about the DIY shows. Open at that show. Yeah, yeah, you did. Did, did, did. Wasn't it me? Did I think it, somebody elbowed me just really yeah. hard in the fucking cheek. I remember you, and, you coming um, up to me saying something. like like. And it was them. also, I think it was while someone, one of the bands was doing a Suicidal Tendencies cover. They were doing, their, I think was, they were doing uh, their fucking with me subliminally. That was Slat. Slat it was Slat, it. yeah. Yeah, also, also, if anybody's listening, if you see Slat, they just came out with a new EP called Slatitude. Yes, they did. Hmm. Check it out. Check out the review for that, too, on Scum City 804. .wixsite.com. Question for you. Okay. <laughs> what motivates you to keep going? Because it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> um, I would say... Ooh, okay. There's like two main things. All right. And the first one is like just the idea of being able to give people a platform to like share their music or like share their art even in which case mine, the most one I most interact with is music like recording. So like to be able to give people that platform where they can like have something that they can then share with their friends or whatever people who like the song, whatever. And basically like trust that that's gonna. Yeah. And just kind of like being able to give that to someone else is really cool because it can, it can really change the course of their life in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. So yeah. that, and then I would say the second biggest thing though, that really impacted me was um, my friend passing away last, like a year and a half ago. Uh, my friend Garrett, he was 
massively uh, influential in the whole Vinyl Foundry thing. Um, and he lived in this house with us. And anyway, he ended up passing away. And um, he was always like, his motto was, quit your fucking job. Start, start recording today. Start like <laughs> drop everything you're doing and start recording today because like you may not be able to get to do it again. And uh, unfortunately his life did end shortly. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't get to do that anymore. And so just being able to carry that with me, like that drive of like, just do it today. He was an inspiration. Yeah, basically. for sure. That's been like, I have to honor that for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, individually, my inspiration, um, for like, um, my part of Scum City Mm -hmm. Records or even Chabadabadoobie, um, it, my, my brother, I wouldn't know any of the music or know about any of the music Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for my brother. He passed away on Valentine's Day of 2019 and my inspiration is around the same type of subject mm-hmm. as yours. He um he showed me all the music I know. Yeah. Like Axe Wound and and a Suicide Silence and even Asking Alexandria. Like yeah. he he showed me all of that when I was younger and it mm-hmm. will, if it wasn't for him I wouldn't ha- have known about this type of right. music. Like I yeah. was just like a like 9-year-old like listening to whatever music came on the radio and he was like, no, listen to this. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, it's, that's not my only inspiration, but it, my inspiration is also like, I, I love a community of people that will not let something die. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to remember. We cannot yeah. let it die. Yeah. Because this, is, this community of like, even any music con- community, like I don't, I, I, I'm not. Uh, my favorite music is not country. I will say that, but like even the country music, like if you are passionate about something, yeah, you cannot let it die. No, because then like a part of you dies. Like why? Mm-hmm. And then what are you doing with the rest of your life? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what cool. is your your inspiration, Travis? Please, I don't know. Please put that. Please put that chair. It's great with the candlelit dinner. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. If, if I had to choose something, it's just to to not be who I was. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Beautiful. Stu, <laughs> Stu, <laughs> what's your inspiration? What makes you keep showing up? Um, I woke up, didn't I? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about how I can sum it up. Cool. I, woke, I woke up today. I guess this may this is good, this is as good as anything else. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, yeah. it's still very fun i find an outlet for it for whatever it is that i have to say yeah um i get to listen to new music all the time and it's wonderful and i'm doing it with 
two incredibly great people who are without a doubt at the very head in front of all this. I'm totally just in the background with a notepad, making coffee. Nice. <laughs> cleaning up cigarette butts and coffee oh. grounds. I, uh, Which is the main, the most important job. We smoke a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, to put that in better terms for me, I guess it's just... Uh, maybe maybe when I first started it was different but at this point I've made so many friends doing this and, and so many impacts so, so 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 many people that have impacted me and I feel like we've impacted in a way and, and it's it's more they, than just what we thought it was the, be. this this whole thing started because uh one of my buddies we used to live in North Carolina me me and Cordeva or yeah that that's not important but we we made a friend his name is jordan mm-hmm. he has a band called impulse machine everybody badass should look band. them up they are badass man if any band is going somewhere they're going somewhere nice and i fully believe in that and uh this whole thing started because i had a buddy named jake that did shows at his house he did some shows at a skate park and uh Jordan asked me if there was anything going on in Richmond where he could get a show at. Mm. And uh, I asked Jake. He wasn't doing anything. He was really my only friend that did anything like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, like respectfully, I don't mean this in a bad sort of way, but I, I thought about it when he wasn't doing anything and my homie wanted to get a show down here. And I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Right. So I did it, mm-hmm. and and then just a lot of shit started forming afterwards. It started wanting to do it more. I enjoyed doing what I did, nice. and uh, and yeah, it just it, it led on to what it is now. And now I, we I, are I, a community, and it's I amazing. feel something for this. Yeah, awesome, very cool, cool. I feel like my balls just dropped. Shit got emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to get some water. You guys want to break for a second? Yeah, yeah, water. we can, dude. Yeah, sure. Say, so I had a question what until you asked me is that question. your Desert Island Band? Desert Island Band. Ooh. You're going to hate me for this. Oh. You're really going to hate me for this. <laughs> the Smiths. Motherfucking great. Wait, are dead. you speaking of. I know. That's a. No. That's a smart answer because there's a lot, yeah. a lot. That's a long time <laughs> worth of fucking music right there. Yes. Can somebody explain this to me? So oh, wait, are you speaking you of all of Vin- Vinyl Foundry? Desert Island you? Band. Oh, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't just for me. That's yeah. just my opinion. The okay. rest of the guys probably think something else. Right. Yeah. So for context, because yeah. Travis didn't know, a Desert Island Band is and one band that you could pick Tim. if you were trapped Tim. on a desert island with just one band's discography. And oh, okay. who whose would it be? All right, yours is Grateful Dead. Definitely. Okay, definitely. What would yours be, Abby? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like Grateful Dead is great. So that would be yours. Yeah. Too? Okay. I uh probably have to pick Allison Chains. Okay. 
That would be pretty solid choice. But but not but not the current Allison Chains, the mm. original Allison Chains. I mean, you get all of them anyway. Oh, well, yeah. well, 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 I wouldn't listen. Can to I the change? <laughs> Day fifty-seven. <laughs> Travis finally listens to God uh, or the devil put dinosaurs here. <laughs> <laughs> Yours? Oh, fucking Black Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking kidding me? (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, man. That is is good enough for me. So, so what all, uh, what, what all bands and what projects has the Vinyl Foundry, uh, done as of, you know, since y'all started? Um, so the first ones that really solidified us were, uh, Garrett Long's album called Nine Lives, the guy I talked about earlier, um, who passed away. Uh, his album, Nine Lives, we that was recorded at Fainting Goat Studio, though closer to Lynchburg. Um, but that was like recorded, produced, mixed, and mastered by myself nice. and Garrett, of course. Um, but yeah, we did that. And that was like the first Vinyl Foundry project. And we did some videos for it as well. And like really built like a whole package with the whole album. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, besides that, do you have yeah. any other favorites? Any, any yes. real proud projects that you've had the pleasure of doing? Definitely. Um, so there's definitely been like a couple other singer songwriters uh, in the mix and like bands that you do like a one off with, like a one song or whatever. But some of the like the more refined projects, I would say. Probably the most fun I've had recording because we did it in like two weekends, like where we just slept, all of us slept in the studio, like recorded up as late as we could. And like everyone sleep for a few hours and get up and keep going for like three days straight. We did that twice Uh, was the band called Smoke. They're from Lynchburg. They're like doom metal, but they're really got their own flavor, though. It's not just like another sleep band. Like it's Mm -hmm. really good for sure. Um, they're more like Southern rock influenced as well, but just something about it, man. I don't know. You got to check it out. So that, uh, project was called group think. And that was, again, like I said, it took us a few weeks to, uh, record it and everything. And that was just like pretty much one of the first projects that really solidified, like, Oh, I am okay with being here in the same room with these people for the next, like, days on end while we work on <laughs> yeah. this and I, like i'm having a great time but like if you were to put me in a room with like doing anything else probably i would probably want out immediately but <laughs> it was just like it, it was really locked me in for like okay this is what i want to do for sure so oh yeah it's awesome yeah you're in a band called casual Carter cauterization that's correct casual cauterization how long has uh, that been around um, that's been around for about two years. Um, it has been a two piece. It started as a two piece, uh, as myself and a drummer. And I play bass in that band and sing a little bit. Um, it has now since grown into a three piece with myself playing bass and singing Raul, who you will meet another time, uh, sings and plays guitar. And because drummers do drummer things, uh, we have a rotating list of drummers. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, we have a lot of music recorded, but we it's, it's kind of this weird trap you can fall into if you have a studio in your house is you will record like a full album of things and be like, all right, I'm happy with this. And then you'll have a thought or an idea a week later 
And then you just don't stop yourself from doing that and like you keep <laughs> yeah. adding things and then you go back and like rewrite parts and you change the whole song around. So we have a lot of music in the back catalog right now. However, there is one song on Spotify because the, we the keep, mountain song. Yeah, mountain song. And guess what? It's already been rewritten twice it. by now. <laughs> so. Listen to it. It's on yeah. Spotify. Well, well we sure. we just come to you're very, very excited to hear what you guys got. Thank going you. On. We're excited to play. We've got some really cool stuff that I finally feel like I am playing to the best of my ability or I'm writing to the best of my ability. And it's like, I'm not just playing the easy stuff anymore. It's like, I think we're, we've all done that as a band. We've all kind of stepped up and like are writing and composing more complex parts that don't need to be over complex, but it just makes a song more interesting. I yeah. think, but yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. Um, what what music projects have you all been involved with? Like bands or solo projects, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have anything that you like. For me, nothing. I, I don't have anything that you could look up. I uh I've so in total I've been in two bands. Uh one band was called Pepper Spray Over Colin. Okay. It was a punk band. Okay. Uh it was Chris. Uh, and uh, I was the bassist. Forewarning: I didn't know how to play bass. I just, I just <laughs> was chosen. I was nice. the chosen one. That's for, how bass players work. I yeah, got gifted yeah. a bass. And, oh, sorry, and they're like, "You're the bass player now." And, oh. and for and for the few <laughs> songs that we came up with, I felt like I didn't do that bad. And I felt like, but like also, I broke my arm, so I don't have full. I didn't do the rehab for it, so I didn't. I didn't have the full rotation, so I, I couldn't really reach the frets correctly. Yeah. So so I, I played a little weird and also hurt me while I played it. But Damn. uh, but for like the two three songs that we had, I feel like I killed it. <laughs> nice. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you know that just didn't end up becoming. For those of, of you who know Pepper Spray over Colin, there's very few. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the elite. You are the elite. Uh, and and then there was another band that we never named, and it was a three-piece little hardcore band that we practiced in my mom's garage twice when I was sixteen. Beautiful. That it was and, a poem uh, right practices. there. That was the, a poem. the golden times. Those for for the two people that were in it. Uh, where are you at? Because I ain't heard from you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and outside of that, I'm doing something now that uh, will be will be out soon. Cool. Very excited to hear. Heard a little bit earlier. Very cool. But yeah. I'm excited Stu. for the finished project. How about you, Stu Bird? Thirty what minutes you been later. With? Thirty minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a couple bands. Are you born into a band? We put out some records. Yes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you born into a band? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I can it's believe just that. kind of what I figured out I should probably be doing. Nice. And I was doing it for a long time and with some really decent people uh, in Usus and in Black Acid Ritual. Um, Black Acid Ritual album I'm still really proud of. Nice. But now, like, ever since I've been occupied with Scum City, we got them. It's, it's been a, a lot better. <laughs> they have a you know? secret surprise um, for you all coming. I like not having to deal with certain egos and attitudes anymore. And I can just like write and do the radio show and stuff like Hell that. Yeah. And just and just play some of my favorite tunes oh. from the bands that we've worked with. Nice. Um, 
But, you know, it finds a way. It finds a way into your ass. <laughs> the deepest Every time. part. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> the weather's been nice. Who the fuck it hasn't? <laughs> I was about to say no. It's been humid as fuck the past few days, man. Like a couple days a week and then ago. It rained last night. Was like nice. And now, and now it's like doing like the five minute rains again, like it does in Virginia. Yeah. I mean, like you know, if you yeah. don't like the weather in Virginia, just fucking wait. <laughs> just fucking wait. I'm tired of waiting. I want it to get cold again. Yeah. I want snow. Sick I want fall humidity. leaves. I want campfires and sweatshirts again. You know, I'm a simple girl. So, uh, Tim, <laughs> I want to light a hey. fire in my yard and it not be weird. I want a lot of fire in my ass and it not be weird. Um, Tim, um, <laughs> let's go to Valhalla together, you guys. Let's do it. We're going to cut for a commercial break. Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the end goal with the Vinyl Foundry, man? What, 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 are, what are y'all really thinking? <laughs> all right. All Here right. we go. So, don't tell anyone, right? I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> oh. Nobody. Nobody. So the goal is to move out of a this building into another building. Fingers crossed. The next building will be a old church, which we will gut. Okay. All right, and then we will be able to have our venue and studio space in a licensed building that can have both of those things. And church buildings usually have space for all that shit already. So we'd have like the venue inside the cathedral. What do you call that shit? The cathedral. I'm not very the religious. altar. The, the, the <laughs> main where the church part happens. Yeah, oh, that there's that word. There's that word. That word. What is the it called? Chapel? Chapel? Is that Maybe, what it is? Yeah. Perhaps. Chapel, okay. cathedral. Okay, that part. Y'all know what we mean. Because would you would you change the sign on, on the top of the building? You know, yeah. it's, got the, it's got that big point on it. It does. That, that thing. I would Don't cancel us. for like a, uh, <laughs> what do they call it? them? Like no, Christians, no. You need to find. You need to find a, a Mormon Mormons. church. Mormons, yeah. Yes. 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 Got the the, one with the lady with the horn blowing. Yeah, because you, know, you could the telestrial, the celestial, and the whatever the last kingdom is they believe in. Mm -hmm. And space Jesus, they also believe in that, which I think is pretty cool. I fully respect this out. I fully respect really growing up. I was space Jesus, but I only laughed because of the way you said it. You were just like space Jesus, and I was like, "It's like your dad's Christ." But yeah, space Jesus. Growing up, I used to be Mormon. It was just my parents. Yeah, but I was super Southern Baptist. I can relate to the whole. Yeah, like I believe. I didn't. I didn't know that they believe. Like I just went to Sun. It's like there was a uh, a main. All right, we can put this in there. Okay. I I, I used to be Mormon, <laughs> but I don't believe in it. I never believed in it because I hated it. Oh. And um, we used to go to the main thing, and we don't Mormons don't drink any alcohol. So mm -hmm. the what is the thing where you take the blood of Christ and oh communion communion yeah. it was mm -hmm. water and bread Not instead even the grape of wine juice, no just water. water 
and pre pre water. Then we would do we would do that, and people would go up onto the whatever the stand and be like, take some sips. These are my sins. I committed adultery. I committed this. I did this, and y'all all have to know about that, or I'm going to hell. Wait a minute. They give confessional to the whole congregation. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> wild. Yo! It's brutal. And then uh, after that would be over, it would just be confessions. Imagine going up to And a group children of would go up. Yeah. Like 17-year-olds would go up and say some shit. 18 times this week. <laughs> some shit that I thought about John no, Smith for five of Nobody them. needs to know. <laughs> Imagine going up to a group of people and be like, I cheated on my wife last week. (laughs) But then we would go into um, the kids would go to their like Sunday school, I guess you would call it. I forget what it was called. And then parents would go into their things. And then middle aged childs would go into that practicing how to light fires with fire starters. And whatnot. And we had like, like this whole boy scout. They would go camping. Were they doomsday prepping? And everything. Just a certain group? Age just group? a certain age, like 12 to 14. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, it was honestly scarring. It was brutal. And deep state, deep state. like my, my mom, my mom was like, dude, no, no more of this. No more. Of We're not doing this. And so we just we now we now my mom is she just believes in doing your best in life and whatnot. But like yeah, not saying anything bad about Mormons, but they're brutal. They're really strict, and yeah. Y'all do what you do when you do it practically. There's some things, but you do what you do. I'm not judging you, but somebody else might be. I like the comedy that comes at the expense of your community. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yo, Stu, man. How did the name Stu Bird come to be? Don't ask me that question. I didn't ask you that question. Next. Tim, what did you have to say? <laughs> um, fuck. Tim came back and I still don't know. That one caught me off guard. Um, We're just a bunch of pieces of shit. Same thing. Rolling around in our own feces here. Basically. So, uh. So, uh. So, uh. So, y'all think if, if I choke slam somebody, they they go through that table pretty easily? Oh, Definitely. yeah. That yeah. happened at you, my you, work. You think it just snap? I think it would just snap. Yeah, it's like a folding table. Yeah. And it what folds it, right there. It'd probably yeah. hold you together. I feel like I could literally put one foot on it and try to step up and it would break. It very well could. Yeah. Scumbag TV. We have a two giant is filming. One of these so right now, Excellent. So. They're, they're <laughs> convenient. You can use them for shows too. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are your glasses fucked up? Because uh, I broke them. Yeah, actually, because you stepped on them. That's why they're fucked up. <laughs> Wrong question. Yeah, yeah. Well, you asked. I it. didn't mean to. <laughs> I used to have another pair of glasses and they broke off my face because I was skating. Dude, how long down have you been oh, growing your hair? Yeah, how long has you been growing his hair? This hair? God, like since I was 10, so for 17 years. When was the last time you cut it? Last time I got my undercut done was like. No, like cut the ends of your, like longest pieces of your hair. I mean, yeah, you know, I, got, I got them trimmed up and everything, but it hasn't been short. Since I was maybe like 13, 14. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I feel Metal like. Metal brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like it. Women really like it because it's usually better than their hair because I've never dyed it. I've never like nice. put heat to it or anything. Just like, oh my God, it's so natural. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I like, I like yeah. it. Yeah. I use a uh, horse shampoo too and conditioner. Oh, man. Tail and Mane, baby. Tail and Damn right. Mane. Is it Mane and Tail or Tail and Mane? It's Mane and Tail. It's one I of thought them. they were calling it ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think that, that is what they're calling it. No, dude, yeah. that was beautiful, yeah, that, dude. Put uh, that in oh, there. Man. Yes. But don't put that in there. Got him. Just kidding. Got him. (laughs) (laughs) This is is what we do when we hang out, you guys. This is what we do. We're just chilling. We're in a professional environment. 99% of the time we're laughing. There's no sexual harassment here going on at all. Oh. So how did you feel about the the cock-sucking scene in Hateful Eight? Oh. Did you see the extended version no. where he added like five more minutes of that footage no. of that dude sucking Samuel Jackson? Is this another Quentin Tarantino? Dick? Yes. He loves them weird. I know. He loves he does it. them a lot. I, I wonder if how much extra footage there is of like the the scene where they're in the bottom of the pawn shop in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Where it's like the torture chamber, torture sex chamber down there. Honestly, that scene, that whole thing, like segment, has one of my favorite scenes ever. It's where he's trying to find a weapon. After he escapes and he's like, he finds like a chainsaw and a gun and a shotgun. And then he looks up while the soundtrack's doing that. He comes out with the fucking katana. (laughs) 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 What's y'all's favorite video game? Sly Cooper. All of them. Hmm. Brutal Legend or Quake. Of Quake. Shit, man. Skyrim. Oh, that's a good one. That's a yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah no, uh, um, you would like Cooper, Horizon. That's one of them. That's I haven't heard of it. What is um, it? Top it? It's it's like Skyrim mixed with um uh uh Assassin's Creed. Okay, mixed okay. with like Witcher. Okay, cool. Zero, and, Zero Horizon. No, it's just Horizon. Oh, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, or or Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, that's the one with those mechanical animals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's it's like Skyrim mixed with Assassin's Creed mixed with Witcher, and it's like you have like the gameplay of like uh, Assassin's Creed where you like parkour and whatnot, and you have like slingshots where you can go and attach to something and like jump up and pull yourself too. Yeah. It's really cool. Nice. You should check it out. And also the free roam is like um Skyrim. Oh nice. I enjoy that about games yeah. that are like I ain't gonna lie, Rocket League is pretty cool too. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking simple bit. I beat all the O's Did you say your favorite game? I did, yeah. What was it? Brutal Legend and Don't Quake. Care. I'm just oh my burn. god! That is a great game. I'm sorry. Cyberpunk sucks. Yeah, you tell it. I, that's also my second favorite game. I'm all, the Horizon's only my favorite game because I'm playing that right now. <laughs> mm. But my backup when I get tired is Cyberpunk. Yeah, and Cyberpunk it's much better now is though. Sick. It is much yes, better after now. After mm. the, all the shit they did, it's great. Cyberpunk is like really good. 
So, so Tim, what made you want to be in a band, man? Is Kazkar your first band? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like first band that's like trying for sure. Yeah. Um, well, what I, were the other bands that weren't trying? Oh, dude, I did Art. this like ukulele trio when I was like Yo. thirteen. <laughs> oh yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Um, fuck, there's those guys will know whoever <laughs> you are. You will know. Um, that was you know, it was that, and then we practiced twice and. What, what did we think was going to happen? But it was fun. Um, but yeah, then there was just like some getting together and jam and stuff. But Kazkar was definitely like the first like formative thing. Um, and yeah, it just started off as like, again, me and another friend playing music together, just jamming. And then, oh, here's some songs I have. We should try and play them. And just went from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you if you had to describe the genre there, I mean, obviously, I, I don't want to ask too much about Kazkar because I'd yeah. like to get y'all on individually as a yeah as a, as a group, you know, for yeah. for this podcast. But uh, the, so, so what's the genre? If y'all had to describe a genre, um, so we're a three piece now. Okay, so it's when we play live, it it's a lot more like rock and roll. We try and put more emphasis. Because you can't do as much layering, obviously, when you're a three-piece, like just one guitar happening. So we try and play like more rock and roll and and do provide more energy that way. Like more like the drums are not I won't I don't want to say danceable, but you can like get into it and it's a little two-step. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But when we record, it's more like we we use a lot more soundscape stuff and like a lot more layering of guitars. Um, and yeah, so, but the main like bloodline throughout it is probably like punk, some grunge elements, but a lot of our lyrics seem like emo songs. So I would say it's in that realm, but we do get heavy sometimes. So nice. Cool. Yeah. nice. Yeah, I saw y'all at the, at the show I came to here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Very impressed. Thank yeah, you. Y'all did great. Thanks. I said, Hey, Scan more for more beer. It hey, yeah. <laughs> Name three songs from that album. From this album? Yes. Uh, Sabra Cadabra. Um, Put them on the spot. Oh, shit. Sh- <laughs> shit. Oh. Um, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath is the title track, obviously. Um, fuck. Uh, I get... A lot of the songs on this album confused with sabotage, but not the same thing. Sabotage. <laughs> Come on, man! You're missing one of the most beautiful ones. Um, oh, is no Saint Vi- No, that's on Volume Four. Um, you want me to tell you what you're missing? Orchid is that? No, that that was on uh, Master of Reality. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, what is it? A national acrobat. Golden Yes. And that's why Sabbath's my desert band. Excellent choice. What is everybody's favorite band that they've seen live in person? Uh I'll just start off. Mine is Marilyn Manson. Good for you. Mm. Good for you to say you've seen him in person and had him lick your whole hand. And that it was good. Yeah, so I wasn't gonna <laughs> I wasn't gonna get into that because people don't believe me, but he licked your hand? He did. And he did you got Satan's kiss on your yeah. hand. I, I got Satan's lick. I got Satan's herpes. Oh. That's what I got. Yeah. You should have like 
I guess petri dish. I, sh- I should have like took the outline of the saliva and got it tattooed. Yeah, that's what I should have done. But it said you got a cyclops <laughs> for who? Marilyn Manson. Exactly. Nice. That, yeah, that, oh that's, wait, that's, I didn't even realize that. that that's what like, this uh, is. Is from Portrait of an American Family. The song Cyclops with Marilyn Manson. That's, that's what this tattoo like, is. Nice. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. Oh, that would be I, I really think. cool. I wish I did. I feel like it would be more of an important piece of um, moment okay. in my life if I let's, did remember. Let's but move it on. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Also, there, there was a band that opened for him, Lehigh Fox. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're still a band anymore. I saw them at the Norva. Oh, uh, so so actually, funny story. Fucking, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know. I, I'm laughing. I guess. Um, <laughs> this uh, this girl. Uh, I was in ninth grade, something like that. She got mm-hmm. uh, she she was trying to see Marilyn Manson at the National, which is in Richmond. If you don't know, uh. But she accidentally bought two tickets to Marilyn Manson at the Norva, which is oh, in Norfolk. Right. And uh, yeah, I was just I was cool with her. We were friends. We talked a lot, and she knew I liked the same music. So she was like, "Hey, my mom bought these tickets. We were we were in high school. She said, my mom bought these tickets, and uh, yeah, you, you know, do, do you want do you want them? We meant to buy them for another venue. Yeah." I was like, yeah, of course, you know? Yes. And so I just, I gave the other ticket, since I had two, I gave the other ticket to whoever would give me a ride there. Right. Which was also, uh, every year when Warp Tour was still happening, my dad would buy me two tickets to Warp Tour as like a birthday present. Mm-hmm. And that second ticket would go to the ride there. Yeah. yeah I've been doing that for concerts throughout year, you know, nice. however many years. It's a good system. You get to go with a buddy and... I hook you up with a ride. Yeah. It's nice. But uh but yeah, what what's y'all's favorite uh live performance you've seen? Mm. Like Moths to Flames. They're they're good. They're like, they're really good live. I really like them. That was like back in my like younger years, but like I don't care who you are, the emo music still slaps. Okay? You like, you gotta go back to it here and there. Like you got to. I don't care who you are, dude. Like that shit's still good. Mm. You can't like hate on asking Alexandria, even though that was a lot of people's first like emo or like. You, you can't hate on or, We Are a Harlot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it, you know, like Monster Flames. Like that was a really. I saw them at the um, Camel mm-hmm. or not Camel. Um, Can I club Kingdom? I saw them at Kingdom. Oh, yeah, no, King, oh, Kingdom. I don't even get me started on oh, the Kingdom. Oh, my God. What is that? I'm not familiar. It's you a, ever been to the Kingdom? That, that is where I saw one of my favorite fucking shows, though. Uh, that, they that, closed, that it, they closed um, down, but it was Year, like it was back in the day, venue. years ago. Just, like, the, one of the that and, um Do you know where the Tipsy Crab is in Shaco Bottom? Yeah, I do, actually. All right, so so if you were to, if you're looking at the Tipsy Crab and you go down that space in between and you go take a right on the first alley the kingdom was the first it was literally in an alleyway okay. and it like nice did and it, really big it shows was there. Nice. it was the best venue i saw the plot in you there i saw i wrestled a bear once oh i saw i, saw I wrestled a bear once they were that, actually insane there was a lot dude. of good shows that it was actually and, i saw i wrestled a bear once um my first ever show and it was um 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 abandon all ships I wrestled a bear once. Um, uh, fuck, who? What else was it? I don't know. It was a, it was a bunch of like emo bands and like whatnot. And it was that was like 
still one of my I, I got my lip busted open at that show and then I went on stage with like I was wearing a wife beater and it was white and like there was blood all the way down my wife beater and everything and I was on stage with just blood just gushing out of my face nice. just chilling with I wrestled a bear once just head banging and then I just oh. jumped back into the crowd it was insane I'll let y'all keep going too. I just also want to say I saw Sworn In with their original vocalist Tyler Denon before yeah, they got lucky. the other vocalist that fucking came out with one EP and then fucking left. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, it's probably my favorite show. Uh, Stu, Tim, whoever would yeah. like to go next. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of show. I got one. Do you have one? Yeah, I got, I got one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, well, I kind of got like three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I well, one of my favorite performers I've ever seen is called Gull G U L L. I saw him at Gallery Five downtown, and Ryan Waste was it, in the front person? seat row. Yeah, it was one guy with like a couple drums in front of him and like a guitar, and he was just like slamming the shit at him and making whole ass great songs with a looper pedal. It was I've amazing. Heard of, I've heard of Gull, and I, I didn't, I've never seen them, so I didn't know of it. Yeah, no, it's just one guy. He's incredible. And then we went Crazy. down the street and got like a five foot long fucking sub. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> And ate it on the street. Uh, the other one is probably Cal Decapitation at Kingdom. Just because they also blew six feet under off the stage. Movie. They really yeah. did. Six feet under? Yeah, that was the, that was the, the show that, that was the show that Chris Barnes like went and punched Travis Ryan, the singer for Cal Decapitation, <laughs> and then ran back to his tour bus. That was that show. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Um and then probably Rob Zombie at Mayhem Fest. Nice. Oh, you went to Mayhem Fest? Uh, uh, a few years ago. This is twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. They, they, they stopped doing that before they canceled Warp Tour. I was there. I was there. It was a monomar. Five Finger Death Punch and Mastodon. Mastodon fucking sucked. Five Finger Death Punch did put on a good quality live show. Mm. I mean, hell, man, we were all just there to party anyway. And then Have Rob Zombie was ending it. We we couldn't drudge anybody. Have yeah. y'all ever heard of the Chili Cookoff? Yeah, I went to all of those. Well, chili Cookoff was the I, shit. I yeah. I I, ha, I, ha, I have something to say about that after Tim. I remember, oh, like, I remember there was like three summers in a row where all I heard on the radio was um, Incubus, Chili Cookoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, Tim, uh, I went and saw in Baltimore. I saw Era and Alpha Wolf. I don't know if you've heard. They're like I, an I've Australian. Yeah, they're Alpha Wolf is really cool. Um, not something I listen to regularly, but that was one of the best live shows I've seen for sure. Like. Mm-hmm insane circle pit that like I, I jumped in there and I got like I think it was an elbow to my face like right here and I thought my nose was bleeding and I was like you know that feeling you get when you get hit in the nose and it's just like you can almost <laughs> you can almost smell it yeah like definitely the, oh you can definitely pain. smell it yeah <laughs> got a, one of those and then it was awesome and yeah I got to ex- got to explore Baltimore after that it was really uh-huh, yeah. nice Baltimore's well, always what was that soundstage I don't know. Don't remember. Also, is this allowed? Also, took acid that night. Yeah, this hey. so it was like just show up and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, as, yeah. as far as the chili cookoff goes, that was actually one of my first shows I ever went to uh, when I was about fourteen. Same, my, actually. My cousin was in a band called If It Takes Forever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, sure I saw them. Maybe, but uh, I was I was fourteen. 
Uh, it was on 420. It was right around when I first started smoking weed. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, none of that's important. Don't smoke weed. It's it, It'll kill you. There, there's many death benefits from it. <laughs> but uh but, but yeah my, my cousin my cousin played we have a little bit of a distract in here Stu is doing the backwards worm uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah so so with if it takes forever that was my cousin's band he was also in a couple other local bands or maybe just one I, I forget offhand but um I went there originally to see him mm. and his band play and uh, he opened up for Flyleaf oh, with yeah. the original vocalist, yeah, uh, which I which I got the pleasure of seeing, and uh, Three Days Grace, mm-hmm. which was really fucking cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I went to all of the chili cookoffs. Yeah, I, I was there. I, I don't know what year it was. With I forget. I, I remember. I the only thing I remember is that I remember it, it was one. it was with my first like official girlfriend, and that was the first person I ever smoked weed with. And I remember it was on 420, so that was like a big thing. Yeah. And that uh, was the and, and yeah, yeah, we, we got really high. I saw my cousin play some music and then saw Flyleaf in Three Days Grace. And it was really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, uh, the, the, this is going to lead into my next question, I guess. But what is uh, the, the first show I ever went to, and this is the reason I'm bringing it up, it's because my, it has to do with my cousin's band, If It Takes Forever, or his old band. Uh, the first show, maybe not the first show, but the first metal show I ever went to mm-hmm. that got me into this kind of music was mm-hmm. one of his shows. It was like a metalcore band. And uh, he opened up for Muir. Mm-hmm. If you know who Mirror is, oh, that's another and, uh, good. That was one of my the favorites. very first metal band I ever listened to outside of my cousin's band was Mirror, and I saw them at Canal Club, and he actually put me in a music video, which is still on YouTube. If you look up, um, oh man, I wish I remembered. If it takes forever, something. There's look something. up all their songs. If it takes forever, I think there's only like one, and it's that yeah. music video that you're probably gonna find. Yeah. But uh there you go. But yeah, that that was the that was like the show that got me into like the the this is who I am. Yeah. You know? Uh what what was the first show that kind of got you into Or how'd you get into or, or yeah, what what's the first show? How'd you get into listening to this type of music? Um, or this type of music is in metal. There there's okay. we, we we support all music. There's Definitely. there's no you know. what re- well what really got you into music? In yeah, general? yeah, yeah. Okay, the music you like. Okay. Um. Well, hmm. It's kind of kind of sound dumb, but I, when I was growing up, I always thought when people spoke in different languages, it sounded cool. Mm-hmm. Like a f- person speaking French is like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. sick. Like, what yeah. are they doing? Like, like we, all, I love Young Belisle because it sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's, so. it's Italian rap music. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty but, cool. As you were saying. Um, so yeah, just kind of like hearing how different ways of people could communicate was really interesting to me growing up. And um my older brother played drums, and so that was kind of like my first time. I remember being like a little kid seeing like my older brother play drums and being like, Oh, other people do this. Like this isn't just like a thing you hear on radio or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so that kind of started there. And then um, as I got older, like into high school and stuff, started going to like house shows 
and house shows were like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Like That's I had never even been to like a, I guess I had been to some like larger concerts, but nothing really notable. Mm. But then like house shows were like, oh my God, like everybody's super into this and we're all crammed in this tiny room. That's and, the energy. Yeah. That's what yep. I love about house shows. Yep. So that's kind of what got me started. And then um, just kind of progressed from there. Like I like a lot of more classic things like Black Sabbath, even though it sounded like a poser earlier. That's <laughs> okay. The shirt that I'm wearing, damn, got me. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's my name. Three I didn't useless wear a band shirt today because I knew it was a question that was going to come up. It, and I was that like, was just like poor choices. Anyway. There's so much music, and it's it just yeah. You just expect me to have a registry anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Like house shows got me going, and then um, I started booking shows when I was like 15, I think. And my dad had a construct or a roofing company and had a warehouse. And some part of that warehouse was kind of empty sometimes. And so I asked him if I could like start doing stuff and first show, like eight people showed up, but it was like, this is the best. We're cooking burgers and shit. It's all about the energy. It's never about how many people come to a show. It's about the energy. That was like super special. You can have 700 people at your show, but nobody moves. Yeah. But you can have 13 at the show or even like eight at the show and everyone's moving, having a good time. And that's a better show than 700 people. Yeah. In my perspective. It was was a real cool time. But yeah, that's kind of how it got started. I just like good players too. People who play well, who aren't just like, here's what sounds like the song you're going to expect to hear, but like g- well put together players, people who you can tell like they give a shit and they've put time into it. I think that's, yeah, it's my jam. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. For me, I, uh, as my brother got me into it, he, he, he was literally my best friend for a while. And he made me who I am today, and I give that to my brother. I wouldn't be in the position I am if it wasn't for him. <laughs> you already said, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what was the question? The question is, what got you into the music you like now, or the music you prefer? Oh, um... Yeah, I guess I've been listening to like a lot of like old R and B and shit and like funk stuff. Nice. Um, so I was really leaning away from heavy shit for a long time, mm-hmm. especially after what I've been doing for most of my life. Yeah. Um and now the stuff I'm doing now is kind of dipping back into the heavy stuff and I'm able to kind of take what I learned listening to other shit and bring it back into what I'm doing now yeah. with other people. Um but I'm still in, just in love with everything. If, if I was thinking about this too, if Black Sabbath wasn't my Desert Island band, it would probably be Tom Waits. Really? Because that dude did fucking everything. Yeah, huge. Like, dude, oh I will God. let you know this. That dude right there, like his music genre is over here, over here, over there. But it all ha- like is beautiful. Like he's shown me some shit that I like genuinely listen to once a day. Like it, he's he. If that's one of the people that like you can go to you. Oh, for stacks, he's behind you. Heartfelt music and good shit. Yeah, he's one of the people. 
to I go hunt to. hunt for that shit, man. Yeah. I hunt for that shit. With He's like hours on end just on his computer or something, like searching for, I don't know, he searches for like, and like he'll go on his Google search bar and be like, I yeah, don't know, I was, what's the fucking most amazing, beautiful, heavy, but also soft, amazing, gorgeous band that you've ever seen in your life and he finds them yeah it'll somehow be like yes's performance of freaking big generator in 1983 (laughs) and it's just got like two seconds they're like oh my god did you hear that the way it moved for a second like me and And him the the other night listened to tiny tim the rest of it's shit (laughs) if there's like two or three seconds where it's just the greatest thing i've ever heard then that's like a truly worthwhile song. Like I hunt for truly beautiful music. Yeah, I do. 